He's an author and a rock star. He's reached highs that most can only dream of. He's also hit lows you wouldn't wish on your worst enemy. And now he's ready to share that journey and that truth with you on Grind Time with Darren McCarty. Please welcome your host, number 25, Darren McCarty. Yeah, it is. Must be Wednesday. Let me look, let me look, let me look. Yes, it is May the 1st. Welcome to the first day in May this 2019. 7, 31 p.m. Yes, this is grind time. This is Darren McCarty. Happy to be with you. Excited here on this May 1st. I'm going to talk to you a little bit about what's going on in the NHL playoffs as I look up to the screen right now, midway through the first period, the New York Islanders and Carolina Hurricanes are tied at one in a series. Perry Vellucci, who's joining me as always, is at two nothing Carolina. Correct? Yes, it is. Yep. And this is uh, this is first games back, uh, first time back in Carolina. Now, if anybody hasn't learned, you absolutely blew dog balls in the first round of the playoffs. I think you had one correct. Do you, who do you have in this series, by the way? The Islanders, along with everybody else. Uh, the Islanders in this. Okay, good to see you consistent. Uh, Shawn Michaels on the helm. Thanks for joining us. Uh, if you look around the room, you're joining us on Facebook Live. You might see some absolutely delicious tacos, some nachos, some hot sauce, soft taco, hard taco. Well, you can see Big Boogie, oh, Big Hoss here. He didn't make it, which you would think because he's such a great cook. It could be something that he made, but I don't know this good. Tommy Gringo from Crazy Gringos, over, which is exactly, is it 15 Mile in Gratiot? 15 in Gratiot, Clinton Township. Clinton Township, my brother. Thank you for feeding the crew tonight. And I got to tell you, awesome. These ones right here. The Al Pastor's. See, there it takes one. Oh, it's like my eighth. (laughs) (laughs) And very good. So what what is the different stuff you have? Okay. So I want to make a little mixture. So I got some, um, this is a flour taco beef, regular with lettuce, tomato, cheese. We call it American style. The one that Darren just took a bite of is an El Pastor Mexican street taco. What's that? I got another, um, that's part of a beef enchilada we did some nachos oh. I, we make our own habanero sauce here our verde sauce it, the, ver, the salsa verde, the salsa verde is, yeah. is is great what's the um the is it fried the the tortilla the tortilla on the mexican one is the authentic corn so we deep fried for about 10 seconds and you get it a little greasy put it on the grill Absolutely. that's an authentic uh mexican taco that's what they serve in mexico so we'd like to bring in over here all my all my chefs came from Guanajuato, so they... Yeah, they all your all chefs those. are from Guanajuato, and you're the Greek gringo, right? <laughs> Go figure, but I made it work. Yeah, but what yeah. it did, so yeah. give give some people a little bit of background, because um, not just uh, this taco thing isn't your first rodeo, um, grew up around... Give us some yeah. background to who Tommy really okay, is. Okay, so my, my mom and dad came from Greece in the mid-60s. My dad was a chef in the Navy there in, in uh, Greece. And came over, and then that's all the Greeks knew back then was restaurants. So everybody's got to eat, and they like feeding people. Look, and the, oh. the smiles on people's face after they'd done cooking for them. So majority of the Greeks that came to New York, Chicago, Detroit, and all over the U.S. all opened up restaurants. That's what they knew. They put in the hard hours. So my dad, um, as I was growing up, I went to college. Wasn't going anywhere with that. Where'd you grow up? I grew up in uh, St. Clair Shores. 
Okay. So I was an East Sider my whole life. And uh, I didn't know what I wanted to do. My dad goes, well, we're in the restaurant business. If you like it or you don't, but you got to let me know. So at the time, I was working at a jewelry store for a few years. And I don't really like that business, but... <clears throat> how, how old how old were, how old were you? 14, I started at the jewelry store. And I was working till about 17. I was actually working 40 hours in a suit. And at young age, my dad goes, why are you working so hard? I said, I'd like money. I want to be successful. Uh-huh. So then he goes, okay. So he had a couple of restaurants. He goes, let's go. You're going to come. And it was a tough day for me to give up the jewelry business. Went over with my dad, and I haven't looked back. So since 87... Till now, I've been in the restaurant business. So, when did you know, though? Because it obviously, from my experience with with friends and families that are um, grow up, it's a family trait. You're there from day one to to you just work your way up. That's the way it is. For you, you stepped sort of away and came back, but you stayed there. What what kept you there? I stayed there because I saw I like being my own boss. First of all, meeting all these interesting people and doing things and catering people and getting to know people and just following that maybe I can expand in different fields of this restaurant. Now, mind you, A, I don't know anything about the cooking skills. I was always the front man. How am I going to take this and advertise and go? My brother always kid with me because he was the cook. He goes, man, everybody loves you and I do all the cooking, but they just love you for some reason. I said, well, I'm the, be front- the face, <laughs> baby. Hey, don't, don't, don't hate the face. Right. I mean, don't hate the good yeah. looking guys. Yeah. So, so. Although any, hey, if anybody can see this, because I got to give a shout out to our uh, radio for one studios. We're, we're sitting in this great uh, <clears throat> studio. Also, you can catch uh, the Detroit cast with, uh, with Mike and uh, Beta O Boger uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, weekdays, but Another, uh, not only with uh, singing for my whiskey with Vinny Dombrowski, but J. Chris Newberg. Does, does, does Tommy not look like a bit of a J. Chris Newberg? Absolutely. Doppelganger. So it's, <laughs> wow. it's almost like, hey, Walters, does he not? <laughs> you got to send it to him. So uh, he's a comedian oh, and yeah, hilarious. Yeah. So great guy. Yeah. So it, it, that, that's awesome. I definitely want to Her- see that. Heroin has a new But, that, that, but that's, that's it. So you're at the front. Yeah. You realize your motivation to the the... The hard work, and so your brother's in the back. You're cooking at the family restaurant. Yep. This is your 17 to. I was 17. Yep, and then um, we had family diners forever. Then we ran catering halls and a banquet for uh, some of the Baker colleges, and then I opened a bar, and it was a successful bar at the, where the Gringo is now. But after a while, I met my wife, and she goes, "We got to cut these two, three in the morning stuff." So I cut it. She goes, what are you going to do? I said, I got something up my sleeve. And mm-hmm. I told my family, I'm open to Mexican. And they all looked at me like, you're Greek. Yeah. We don't know any Greeks that have Mexican. Goals. So how long ago did you? Four years ago. Four years ago. Now now take me through that. Because, yeah. because you know, uh, here at Grad Time with Darren McCarty, obviously uh, Wednesday night, uh, you're listening to it live. I'm talking with Tommy. Tommy, the most famous Greek gringo you'll ever meet, crazy gringos. Mm-hmm. Over at that is uh, Clinton Township. Clinton Township, yes, Grashit. That's uh, Grashit. East, east, east Side, yeah. East Side, East Side, East Side Iraq. East Side Iraq. I got to represent Smoke Gang for Iraq tonight. He's out balling. He couldn't show up. He's got his. He had to go. He had to go throw down his Steph Curry, I guess. But uh, so when you tell because. That that's sort of like where we're sort of at and and sort of building something. Um, you've been in the business, not quite in it. Like you said, you're more of the the mouthpiece. Yeah. I, I I guess know. what? Why Mexican? And why did you think it would work? Okay, so I looked looked at my wife and I said, "We're gonna do Mexican there." She gave me the same look. She's like, 
you've been in Greek restaurants and diners and this and that. She goes, you don't know anything about Mexican. I said, listen, that's the new wave. Everybody loves Mexican. I just keep seeing it grow. And why not start now? There's not one in, in the area that's... So she goes, okay. So I didn't come up with a name. My brother came up with a name, Crazy Gringo. I said, let's Makes make it. Makes I set a guy yeah, down in Detroit, sure. and he made me this logo. And I got to give this guy props. He works for the Detroit... Um, big in Detroit for the T-shirts. Detroit, some company. And uh, he got me this logo over the weekend. And I got to give him props. $180 for this logo, and it's done. Wonders. Wonders. Awesome. Yeah, That's absolutely. so branding, right? And you and so you could speak be, speak about that and sort of maybe uh, some advice because as as that's um, you know the one thing that I talked about in our last episode when we were talking about culture and building culture and Steve Eisman coming back and building culture and Lavar Arrington had come on and said it's about the brand, so it doesn't matter. He was using the example that Odell Beckham Jr go to Cleveland, it don't matter because he's got his built-in brand. It's the 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 seesaws, the na- you know, the naysayers on and the off off the bus people will always come and go. But the people that'll follow him or fans are gonna follow him. So the same thing with athletes goes with food. Yes. Right? You nail the right food, right? And once the food gets nailed the right I mean anybody a lot of people can open up Mexican, but if you don't do it right. Now, 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 the fact is, like, I, and I'm not shitting you because I eat Mexican and I love Mexican, and, and that's some of my favorite, um, the whatever that one is. Store. Yeah, it's phenomenal. I mean, I seriously, that's like <laughs> the my way sixth. they had it coming to the table. That's my sick, dude. I was just <laughs> chowing that stuff. But so then you're you're talking about the logo, but you have to have the food too. So oh, how did you? And and this is why. And I've been there. Okay, I, I we talk about this and I talk about it all the time. When you hear about me uh, promoting or it's it's not promoting, this is what I do. This is where I go, and these are the people that that I go around. And if I didn't like it, I wouldn't, wouldn't tell you. But you have the food first, and how you did it was brilliant. Yeah. So I told uh, my dad, I go. He goes, "Where are you going to find the chef?" So it took me a while. So it was like the summer of uh, fifteen. Had a meeting with my one chef, who's currently my chef, and. Uh, we sat down. He's a very cocky guy. You know? Oh, you think? He, yeah, he was wondering why I was dressed. like He said he thought I was a bum. I should yeah, be balling. I, I was like, wrong guy. Yeah, homie. he goes, yeah. He goes, hey, Darren. I go, Darren won four cups. He goes, hey, Darren, why you look like that? I said, yeah, I why, why, why you look like a bum? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, he's a very tough, tough guy. And uh, the first meeting didn't go well. We sat down. We talked. I said, hey, if you want to come on board, I'd like to see your recipes. We go. And actually, in about a half hour later, goes he shook my hand. He goes, no, thanks. And uh, thanks for the opportunity, but I'm going to move on. I said, okay. So I was back at square one. Now I got a restaurant about to open. No chef. chef. So I wasn't, I was panicking, but I wasn't because I wasn't open yet. So I, if I had to take more time, I did. So a month to the day, he calls me. Tommy Serafin. I go, hey, what's up? He goes, can we meet again? So yeah, he comes right over in like 10 minutes. He goes, is that deal still on the table? I said, yeah, it hasn't gone anywhere. I was, all right, I start tomorrow. And that's been... Just uh, like that. And that's like four history. years ago? Yeah, four years wow. ago. Now, what was the biggest... Um, what's the biggest hurdle? You think because... You know, like, because you have to... See, so you're, see I'm, I'm trying to, to take it from uh, where you're at. And being, being in front and around restaurants and stuff like that, um, pretty much in the business would be like, uh, you know, playing hockey, skating, you could skate anywhere, stuff. But to go into that, what did you find? So you got the chef, not only you mentioned that authentic Mexican, all the people that work in your kitchen are legal, authentic authentic (laughs) Mexicans, right? Which which is huge. Yeah, huge, huge. 
Right, because uh, the way. So so then you got the chef. So, well. So I got the chef. One thing I'm, off one the... One thing off the... So we opened the door, slow opening. My only thing now is I have always run diners and stuff that I know, but I don't know what the time frame of how the food's going to come out. And first we opened the first weekend, and we were busy, and uh, things were coming out a little longer. You know, it was a brand new kitchen, brand new staff, everything. So the first couple of weeks, I was getting some reviews. Yeah. I took him to heart a little bit. You know, hey, this guy... For sure. And, I, and I've been in the business. You love third. your business. Yeah, I love my business. So I'm sure. like, all right. So they were beating me up a little bit in the beginning. So I was trying to fix them. So I was there. My wife was helping me out. We were working open to close, open to close. Mind you, she had another job too. So she's filling in on the weekends, working 80 hours. So a screw. So even though like, you know, that what, 2 a.m., 3 a.m., you're home, but it's still double work, double right, work. Mama? Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's like, wow, what did I wish for here? Yeah. So there we go. We opened the yeah, door. That's the DMAC backfire, <laughs> proverbial planning. What our women do for us. That's too. right, yeah. huh? So I give her a lot of props to my wife for hanging in with me, working all those weekends. She was there by my side the whole time, which was helping me out. So we take it, and a year into it, we're doing okay. And then about two year and a half years ago, this place just goes like all the way straight up like a rocket. And it's just blowing up in every community. We're catering to all these buildings, the FBI building. Mm -hmm. Next, you know, the Detroit Police Headquarters. We're in South, we're in Ford, Chrysler. Word of mouth. Word of mouth just took off. We're just jumping hurdles. We get voted last April, best bacon taco in Michigan. We made it to the world champion now, Alabama. We went there for the finals. Wow. Yeah. That's that's something to be said, bro. Yeah. Especially yeah. for, yeah. you know, putting in the red. And now, yeah. now, I'm going to... Um, we're gonna we're gonna continue this conversation. I'm gonna stop this right there, um, because uh, well, well, we'll continue it for a minute. But we're I'm gonna uh, because obviously, well, what else? Have you seen the Russian Five movie? No, but I want to see. Okay, it. hold on a sec because this is called a segue, not a very good one. <laughs> it's a little warm in here. Um, yeah, hey, uh, uh, Tom. Real quick, yeah. uh, what's the, what's the address of your place? Uh, the location thirty four eight zero two Grashit. Thirty four eight zero two. Because we we already have a listener on here that say, "Hey, can you get that?" Uh, well, I gotta say, too, that, uh, man, the food there. was awesome. These guys took care of us the other day. Plate after plate came. I, I couldn't even fourth or fifth plate. I couldn't even eat anymore. I didn't know I, Boogie. I didn't even know you were there for like the third <laughs> plate. <bro. laughs> Good. Hey, I bring that up as if you can't see for our viewers at home. You can see my Russian 5 jersey. And Tommy asked you if you've seen the Russian 5 boogie. I know you have. I know right. you have. Right. Have you? You haven't? Or Seth? Jim? Sean? Um, <laughs> uh, it is such a great movie. And last night, um, which I want to show everybody that Grind Time with Darren McCarty travels. Uh, last night... The premiere out in Los Angeles, California, and Grind Time listener was out there uh, having. And we're gonna pull it up here for the viewers. That's uh, uh, Art Holsher. Art Holsher. Yep, that's uh, my buddy Bruce. Uh, his brother lives out there. Bruce the dentist. Yeah, Bruce the dentist. And uh, Art was in town a month and a half ago. We took him down to the Red Wing game. So just before we left, or he left. I had one extra Grind Time with Darren McCarty t-shirt, which we know people want, and they will be coming out soon. And I said, listen, brother, I'm going to give this to you, and you got to represent for us out in L.A. So it's a D-Max shout-out to Art right now and everything, and that's a great segue right there. If you right. can see above him, the Russian Five uh, marquee, um, which I bring my guest in on the line, the first... 
DMAC hotline grind time hotline guest, and it should be you, sir. Director of the fabulous, um, so true. Uh, can't say enough about this guy. Director Joshua Real, the Russian Five, mm. out there in Los Angeles, California. How you doing, bud? I'm doing well. How are you, man? Well, how was it, dude? Because you know what? I'm I'm documenting this journey of yours uh, from from way back when we were test driving grind time and and getting yeah. into it. So um, to me, yesterday had to sort of be a not a, a landmark, but but sort of a, a a pillar moment. Can you explain having your movie played um, at the Fine Arts out there in uh, Los Angeles? Yeah, man. I mean, it's it's just next step on the journey, right? Yeah. Um, and it's been you know, last night was great. There was a great crowd. Uh, the Doctor Hockey Doctor Hockey Podcast guys were there, so they were doing some stuff before the show. Uh, the crowd, you know, really got into it. Uh, Q and A was great. Uh, but to just sort of see it up there on the marquee, be able to take a picture, you know, the Russian five, and then there's a palm tree in the shot, you know, like <laughs> that's pretty cool. Uh, you know, for a Michigan guy like me, uh, you know, I never really thought that that might happen, but here we are. Here we are. Now let's go back uh, because was it last week or whatever? You, um, <laughs> the one thing that uh, also out there with you is uh, the executive producer, Jenny, La Flamme, who's uh, who's been alongside the journey the whole way, and uh, she was worried about Tampa because you had to go have the premiere in Tampa um, just after they lost out in the playoffs. But Scotty Bowman was there, and uh, and tell us what he uh, told you guys, what he thought of it. So Scott, I mean, Scotty loved it. You know, the, there was an NHL Russia reporter who was there doing. He did a beautiful piece, uh, and, he, and he wrote that. He saw Scotty actually after the movie, like the credits, he had to go out to the lobby to compose himself before he did the Q and A. Um, I guess he leaned over to Dan and told him like, you guys really, really did it. Unfortunately, I could not go. I was supposed to, and I got that stomach virus last week that's going around Michigan. So I almost got on the plane. I was like, you know, I don't want to get Scotty or Jimmy D sick. That would be a, that would be a really bad thing. See, that's, so. that's a good, that's a good sacrifice. There'll be that, you know, and isn't it nice to have it sort of delivered? Um, and like I told you before, and I believe is that it speaks for itself, mm-hmm. but the message, but you know, as so last night being out in LA, uh, seeing the people you said the Q and a, what maybe you can explain to the listeners, like, the things that maybe you didn't expect because you thought it was out West or what is playing, what is playing in the movie that maybe you didn't expect to play as well or not as well. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, first thing is there was about, you know, a half a dozen Red Wings jerseys in the crowd, which was, you know, it's been super fun on all of these screenings. Now, please, was there any state. DMAC? Just tell me there was no Drapers. The- there was no DMAC or Drapers. Okay, last that's all year. right. That's all right. As there, long as there was, there was the Fedorovs and Konstantinovs and and Osgoods and everything. There wasn't even a, a, a Robotai twenty jersey. Robert Tire Turbo. Yeah. Yes. Well, yeah, I mean, so, he's, he's that. It, that's it. I mean, that was my roomie during the O2 Cup. So that's cool. Yeah. So uh, no, you know, I think you know the, the Red Wings fans out there, and, and afterwards, a bunch of people who you know came up to me and said, you know, personally, we're like, hey, I grew up in Detroit. I've lived out here for X amount of years. This really, really brought me back. Same time, there was, you know, there was a guy who walked up to me and he was wearing a Flyers shirt. 
I was like, oh, here, here it comes. <laughs> and he was like, oh, man, I, I loved it. You know, like I, I went on that journey. Um, you know, today, Jenny and I did a, a, the, the L.A. Kings official podcast and, and their uh, podcaster, Jesse, actually was telling me, you know, he grew up hating the Red Wings, right? He was like, we were so jealous of them. Uh, before the Kings won the Cup, the greatest moment of my sports career was the year that we beat them in the playoffs or his sports, you know, sports fandom. And he's like, you know what? I teared up multiple times watching this movie. Um, so, you know, it's, it's, I think people who didn't grow up Red Wings fans are finding the surprise of like, wow, like, they really, they really put it all together, and maybe, maybe they actually deserve some of that credit for being that dominant force in the '90s and 2000s. So I remember you telling them, Darren, just a couple months ago at the training camp. You know, this is going to blow up, Josh. This is going to take off. Just be patient. And what would I know? <laughs> <laughs> um, what? So let's let's. You've seen it so many times now, and you've seen. Um, responses and audiences and responses from critics and writing on media and everything. What's the thing that you wish maybe wasn't, was there anything in there that, you know what, maybe you could have left out or is there's what's not in there that you wish if you had to do over that you wish would top it off? Is there you know, like, yeah, you know, obviously Doc Brown, man, you know, Let's. I want to kill it with this so that we can go do a 25th anniversary cup DVD and get uh, get Brown off on there. But you know, as far as the story goes, you know, it's in there. But I would have loved to get in a little bit deeper into the relationship between the five Russians individually and the fact that you know Kazi grew up idolizing Igor because you know he he they came from a small town and how Sergey, you know, when he came to Red Army. Uh, he played with those guys when he was a 15 year old. And, you know, I asked Sergey, you know, what did you learn from them? Did you ever talk to him? He's like, no, I never, I never talked to him. I just watched him. Um, you know, so that way when those guys well, came that's to the later. Dude, you, see, you're sort of doing a Star Wars thing on me, bro. You're going to do the pre, <laughs> you're going to, you're going to Lucas my ass and you're going to do, there's going to be the four stories. Next thing you know, you're going to turn into Marvel. You're going to have the 22nd movie Endgame, you know, Russian five <laughs> Endgame. No, that's, I think that's very important too, because, you know, when I ask, or people ask me, you know, who did you grow up idolizing? Who, what was it? And to be able to actually play with the guys, you know, for me, yeah, you know, I have the similar, you know, as the Canadian, you know, getting to play with Bob Prober, watch him with Steve Eiserman and, right. you know, like Rick talk. It was my guy. Lance Parrish was my baseball guy, you know, to, to be able to do that. What I've seen, I'll tell you this right now. Um, last night I had a dinner with the winners for the Phoenix uh, which nice. I think Phoenix, it was awesome. Phoenix theaters. Um, I think I sent the picture to the, to the start of the grind time locker room. Oh um, yeah. 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 So I went I and, and I, I'm going to give this out. Johnny's, uh, uh, steakhouse, Italian steakhouse and bistro at the, at the holiday Inn in Laurel park. Phenomenal. Paige was the waitress. Um, what a great time. Uh, I was with Ali and Adrian and Crystal. But here's the, I want you to understand the impact of this movie, okay? The girl that won okay. the drawing was 19, right? And she brought her 21-year-old. They worked for the dispatch in Dearborn, and Crystal was a um, 
older, uh, not older, but uh, uh, officer, police officer. But the education, because Allie being 19, but through her family, grew up around it, she knew as much about, you know, going back in the history as as anything. And and to be able to sit there and have those conversations, and I want you to know I wore my watch. Thank you nice. very much. Nice. Uh, they got me a Shinola watch, Tommy, for all the stuff that I got. Tommy Gringo, Josh, say hi to Tommy Gringo. You're gonna, he's got. Hey, uh, Tommy Gringo. Yeah, crazy Gringos at uh, Gratia and uh, 15 Mile. We're gonna get you in there to eat. He's part nice. part of the family, so I got your Mexican taken care of. <laughs> but anyways, nice. to have that, to sit down and to, to be able to talk. And the first thing is, hey, when is this thing coming out on DVD? Is this going to be on DVD? Because, and yeah. that's the transcending from a 19-year-old where I'm looking across and I have, you know, two daughters and it's two sons that are older than this girl who's spitting out stats and stuff <laughs> like this to her friend. And everybody had a different, and to be able to break it down to watching it, what it, what it took back. But I implore everybody to go see it because not only if you were around, will you remember it? Or if you haven't and everything's only folklore or like history lesson, well, you can go live it and see see what it is. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I think it, now it's now that Stevie's back, I think it's like a good time for all the fans to have a refresher course on how hard it was for you guys to win it for the first time. Yeah, and I, you know, I, I said this, Josh, because you you've spent a lot of time with a lot of us and watching a lot of film and stuff like that. But I, I equated March 26, 1997, you know, winning that game because of the revenge. And I said, that was the, it's going to be all right. I don't know what it means moment. Well, mm -hmm. at the press conference when Stevie was announced as general manager, it was the exact same moment. It was, uh, everything's going to be all right. I don't know what that means, but we're going in the right direction. Um, Absolutely. And time to, for everybody to be educated and move forward. Now, as far as you and Jenny are concerned, do you have a movie movie playing tonight or what's your schedule yeah so we're playing uh, tomorrow night we're in encino uh in encino man dude yeah yeah well, let's get paulie shore out to it yeah. <laughs> um and, and then friday night we're in glendale and that's going to kick off an entire week-long run at that theater in, in glendale at the lemley's now, what? Uh, how about people who are listening on Grind Time with Darren McCarty or on Facebook, uh, if they want to see it or find out how they can see it or when it's in yeah. the area or how to support it or what's going on? Um, so actually, yeah, Mac, I'm, I'm going to announce right here on your on your show. Wait, wait, hold uh, on. First place. Hold on. I don't have, you know what? I'm going to have to get raid announcements, so I'm going to play you a little tune right here. This is Josh Real Director. This is a grind time exclusive announcements, ladies and gentlemen. I appreciate you saving it for me, kid. What do you got? So we're going to open MJR and Allen Park this weekend. So yeah. people have another chance to go catch it out in Michigan. Um, you know, it's it's hard finding space in theaters with the Avengers out right now. Right. Uh, but well, they don't have enough is, money? <laughs> what, they don't right. have enough money right. yet? Over like, a billion already. Holy right. Death Star. I mean, <laughs> don't worry. No, but, but you know, the... People have been demanding it. Uh, we played it at the MJR uh, down in, what was it? Uh, Southgate, I believe. Yeah, uh, yeah. It did so well that they said, all right, we're going to find a screen for you. Good. So uh, that's a good starting thing, Friday. Right? Yeah. Yeah, that's a great thing. So starting Friday, people can, uh, they got another opportunity in Michigan to see it. Um, and then we're actually, you know, 
sort of announced it on Facebook and Twitter and stuff, but uh, we're doing some East Coast dates. You know, we're going to do New York City May 31st, but leading up to that, uh, we've got Chicago uh, some, on the 23rd. Some sort of Chicago on the 23rd, and, and around that time, we're going to be opening some, you know, like uh, Northern Virginia, Ma- Annapolis, Maryland. Uh, so we're getting some pockets, and then uh, we're hoping uh, Jenny's going to get some good news uh, for some of her friends around other parts of the country that have been begging for us to bring it. So uh, I, well, I think. Well, you know, you know what I told her, right? You know, you've waited this long. You, you don't have to play nice when you want. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, we're, we're getting an LA times review tomorrow. Well, that'll so. be, inter- Hey, listen to that. That'll, that'll be, uh, that'll be interesting. I would just hate to have to fly out there and hunt somebody down. <laughs> well, you, you <laughs> better be nice, Tommy. We might be on a plane, bro. Hey, hey let's go around yeah. my bags right now. I know. So Josh, you already had a review from last night's show out there, correct? Didn't you have Yeah. The Hollywood reporter gave us a, a, a really good review. What did they, 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 what said, they say? It, got any uh, quotes for me or make some uh, their summation was it scores a goal, uh, but there's a there's a funny line in it that I liked, which says something like, uh, you know, Red Wings fans, especially people in Michigan, are going to lose their minds for this. Uh, but there's enough politics and human story and all that uh, for it to be interesting for someone who the word hockey puck is a Don Rickles joke or Don Rickles insult. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. So, you know, I think they kind of maybe missed what the we are the champions was about in there but that's all right you know not everyone can get that <laughs> that's all, um, it, that's all right you know josh because like i tell everybody when i tell the story which i have to is the fact that on this journey that you know that you've been on because of your connection with vladdy because of your personal injury because of why you wanted to do it that no matter what, at the end of the day, all this is the only thing people have to know is that the premiere, when I talked to Anastasia, uh, Vladdy's daughter, and I asked her, I said, hey, how many times has Vladdy seen the movie? And she says, I, he, I don't even know how many times he's seen it. That's all he does is watch it and it puts him in his happy place. And to hear, I wasn't there, but to hear he was singing We Are the Champions yeah. at the end of it, bro, you put your head on your pillow at night and all the rest of it in the middle, I, I hope that it's good noise, but the the bottom line it's just noise you did yeah you did for whatever else it's one of those things that that for that that i want you guys to know how important because now as you see they nailed it it's a humanity story that it just benefited that the russians in it um and the story about it and you know i was happy to take it from pg to pg 13 for you uh, I, I appreciated it because Jimmy failed to do that. <laughs> yeah, right. No, that's right. But well, he was. Hey, hey, Josh, did I? Uh, yeah. Did I hear that uh, uh, Slava Fetisov was able to, to see the movie finally? Yeah, that's what uh, that's what Jenny and I heard, sort of through the through some Russian grapevine that she's been uh, listening to and, and knows. Um, is so, that different? Is a yeah. Rus- is is a Russian grape? Vine different than a Canadian or American grapevine. I think it's just potato. (laughs) Yeah, it would be like yeah, it would it would probably be potato. The potato. All right. She's uh, definitely Jenny's definitely not beside you there because she'd knock you the freak out. (laughs) No, she's a she's a Los Angeles is so huge. uh, She's staying with an old friend who they he lives on different part of where I'm at right now. So. yeah, she's getting some family time in tonight. I'm about, I'm going to go do an interview with uh, Film Threat magazine. Oh, good. Uh, and then yeah, and then we're going to get some good 
good Los Angeles food because it's been just go. Well, go, we go got tacos. Got hey, dude, we got some. We got, <laughs> we got some real Mexican some, here. Listen, yeah. this ain't that commercial where it's okay. <laughs> we got the best shit. That's what we do at DMAC. Big Boogie, what's our line? If we can't do it, no one can. No, I, that wasn't it. We find the best possible. We'll find the, the. We'll find the best. We'll find the best possible person. That's good. Oh, for one, Boogie. Go back to sleep. <laughs> I was not sleeping. I was reading some reviews on the movie, actually. Well, that's it. That's it. You should go see hey, it. Josh. Show your support well, to Josh. I have seen it. I know you have. All hey, right, Josh. Josh, uh, hey, give our love to Jen. Yeah, tell I Jenny, will. hey, and uh, uh, look forward. Uh, if you're not back in town, I know that I'll see you the 23rd, but uh, yeah, we'll have to I'm, get the updates I, as they go. Just keep sending, yeah, us, I, sending I, us the love. Thanks for letting us uh, release that, people. MGR, Allen Park. This weekend, um, if you haven't seen it, you got to, Tommy, you got to do it. I'm, I'm going to head do it. I'm going to try to sneak in before Cinco de Mayo and see it for a couple hours. That'd be probably a good yeah. way. It'd be like yeah. going to church, going to church before and then, you go to hell. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Mayo. Don't forget about that. Yeah. That's uh, that's uh, actually Cinco de Mayo would be Roberta, Roberta McCarty's 70th birthday. So happy oh, birthday beautiful. to her. All right, Josh. Thank you, brother. Thanks, man. I'll see you soon. All right, you bet. Yeah, so that's the director and obviously close friend of the show. I mean, I don't want to brag, but he just drops, drops, you know, that's a pretty cool thing when somebody drops, drops knowledge on your program about what's going on. No, I just, I joke because I feel the love. Um, But yeah, so that's awesome. That's, that's what we all, we all have gone on this journey. So this journey to get a little bit more, Tommy, is that, I got involved with it, uh, what I got interviewed, probably two, three years ago, but I saw it as a process of what they wanted to do and had met Josh and the story behind it because Josh had gone through injury and used Vladdy as motivation and just the way that it's all played out and to be able to see them capitalizing because it's the same, the way that it was put together is the same way our team was put together. And it's it's an American and Russians and, and everybody else, the, the Ukrainians do the artwork and like it's a it's a global effort to make it happen and i couldn't be more proud i think everybody needs to see it and what what they're doing is enough to be um to get in hopefully for academy award for documentary so yeah i, I guess by being in L- L- la and uh new york that that automatically puts them in so that oh, they, that's great yeah. 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 All right. Um, let's go back, Tommy. Couple, uh, so you got we where we left off was two and a half years in. Two and a half years in. It started to skyrocket. Yeah. And what would you attribute that to? Um, well, we did a little bit of advertising, not much, but I'm going to attribute to um, we did a couple of TV segments and then uh, hitting these festivals during the summer, pretty hardcore, and people trying the food and just raving and getting big time reviews. So I was never. I'm not big on the internet and Google. I was always a mm-hmm. old, old-fashioned kind of Greek guy. So this lady hooked me up with Google right when I opened, and uh, I look at my reviews. I got 870 reviews, and we've only been open four years. And I just was glancing through some other Google stuff, and I've seen restaurants that have been open 25 years, they don't even have 400 reviews. So I'm like, wow, wow, it's pretty huge. Yeah, that so, is yeah, something to be proud of. Yeah, very proud. So every day I wake up, I'm like, wow, I'm, what's the next thing we could do? So hitting this bacon bash, won it. Now we won it this year. We won the People's Choice in Livonia, and won the bacon bash. They're sending us now to Dallas, Texas. So we won the award two years in a row. And the way the announcer at uh, three weeks ago in Livonia announced us was like the 
Bad Boys, uh, back to back. Oh, So it was kind of cool to That's see that. Awesome. I had my mom and dad there, and it was, it was a special night. Accomplishment. Yeah. Now, 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 is that? So is that like you said the bake? So that's a barbecue competition, so or uh, more technically, it's just it's the best bacon dish you can make. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's a, it's more of a so it's not it's it's a dish competition. Yeah, dish competition, and we go down to Alabama. They pay everything for us. The winner, if you qualify, gets ten thousand. Then you go for the big win for a hundred grand. Wow. And nice. uh, we were going against people. This is our first time there. So our barbacoa taco last year came in third in the world. Wow. People from Austria were there, Germany, everywhere. So we came third in the world for that. But our pizza that we made came in 13th. So it dropped us out of the top 10 ranking. Ah. Uh, so just barely. But I told my chef, don't get discouraged. It's our first time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. awesome. Yeah. That's uh, that's and, and that's something that, like, so that you would say at Crazy Gringo, that's something that is uh, a whole restaurant family uh, involvement like the cook the, everybody takes pride in it oh, yeah. what not only what comes out on a nightly when you go in to try it yeah. but we're competing absolutely now how's that how how is that like um because uh different i mean you walk into your kitchen and and different personalities oh yeah um you get you know obviously my chef he's um he, i gotta tune him up he's, he's always on the high level and you're like no one's better than him and he's the stuff and Every he questioned even you, Darren, when you walked in the kitchen. Like, who is this guy? Is he gonna steal my recipes? Uh, That's the first thing he does. Uh, Hell yeah, I, would. I was gonna say, uh, and Mac would. Be careful. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, so geez. he gets really nervous when he walks in his kitchen. Like, all right, who's this guy? He looked there, and I, I could see he was looking up and there, and I go, Darren played for the Wings. Obviously, he didn't know much about the Red Wings. They didn't follow the sports as much. But no, that's that. That's yeah. funny though. Yeah. But that's that. That's what you like. Yeah. I mean, you don't want anybody impeding on yeah, your turf. Yeah. He's looking, looking at all that, and he's like, "What the hell's going on?" So that? now, so so into those competitions, how many how many year do you do you do? So I I do um we do the the bacon bash every year. I'm invited to everyone the taco hop and wine dot. I've been doing the cabana nights. We even cooked Cuban one night and blew that out of the water at uh, Belle Isle. Mm. And then I mean like. Like it's blown up by itself. Actually, it's been. I wake up this morning. I get all these emails. We were on channel two from last year when we did the lion, taste of the lions at the Ford Field. Yeah. Here they they put Gringo on this morning and channel uh, two at uh, seven a.m. They're like, "Hey, you're on again." I go, "That was from last year." But it's like podcast. Yeah, they featured us right the first ones. Like That's they didn't cool. tell us they were gonna do it. Here comes Gringo on the stage. They're there. Three of us were cooking. So I'm I'm just loving that it's just exploding, and I'm not even. Now, now speaking of that, because obviously we said that uh, Gratiot, fifteen mile in uh, Chester, Chesterfield, Clinton, Clinton Township. Township, yeah, whatever, yeah, <laughs> not what, not whatever, what yeah, I was, whatever in myself, oh, Darren, you oh, asshole, <laughs> Clinton Township. Um, but is there? Do you have some coming up? Like if people are out and about that you know you're going to be at, or so um, we have one. Well, if you're ever downtown, we have a Gringo Express in the Guardian Building. So that's open Monday through so, Friday. So, so, well, let's go there then. So, so two and a half years you got it going. So, not only have the thing now, you have an ex, uh, ex, a Gringo Express in the Guardian, which serves what's a Gringo Express like um, eight items on the menu. Yes, and it's like a takeout. Takeout, and uh, there's a promenade. You can sit up front there and eat that. And just how like long a, has that been open? That's been open since October. And how is that? How do you, Good, going People. right. Yeah, right from the day we opened. Perfect finger food. Yeah, perfect. Right to go on the road. Yeah. Cranes did an article on us. Never even told us. I was in Cranes last week. Uh, try out the Gringo Express inside the Guardian. So I was like, wow, great. So they're just even. 
we I did a show with them. If you build it, yeah, they, they will come. come. Hey, now, are, are you looking at other expansion? Or, so, or yeah, we're building the, the third one's going up in St. Clair Shores. It should be open in August. Okay. Yeah, that's going to be like keeping in the family right now. Keeping in the family right now, yeah. Okay. But I have people call me all the time like, you're interested in expanding out. We're willing to look at it. So I'm like, like my dad said, start patient. Yeah, patient. yeah. And 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 that's the you're, thing. You're and so it. yeah, I, I, well, what I've found, and and I think that a lot of the same thing is is foundation and building. Um, I want to make what I'm trying to do is make every f- level, you know, solid and before moving up because you know I've done it before where it's built with two by fours and they can crash. Well, now we're building it just solid and not being in a hurry but being in a hurry to do it right, to find in the right. How did you know? Did you know with your cook? Because you said, you know, did you know that he was the guy even when he said no? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I knew, yeah. So it was just sort of, sometimes you just got to leave it to fate. Yeah, to fate. where it would be. Yeah. But because uh, but, I think that's the one thing that that I try to find is just you surround yourself, you know, where I where I said is it's, it's funny because uh, just so people know is that Tommy and I know a ton of the same people. Yeah, you know, the first get thing, to the Russian the first five, one me. of the first right. people we FaceTime <laughs> is Max, Max. Manatsakhanov, who Sergey Manatsakhanov from Masuru is in the accident with uh, Vladi and um, Slava, uh, is his oldest son. He's like 42. He's yeah. in, uh, in Florida <laughs> yeah. or whatever. But, you know, Tommy Giftis, American, yeah, yeah. national, I mean. And, uh, national um, so a and lot. We of, haven't even got to the names of all. No, exactly. I don't want to. Yeah. You know, the ones that we can't talk yeah, about. That's right. Yeah. The 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 ones that we 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 now we don't know those guys. Yeah, we those guys. Are... But the the like you said, the foundation. Did you find that it? Do you have any advice? Um, I'm gonna give a lot of credit, and she doesn't like when I embarrass her. But I gotta give a lot of credit to my wife. Well, that's where yeah. mine goes. Everybody who knows me knows yeah. I have one feeling. It's yeah. my wife owns yeah. it. She yeah. got me. Uh, yeah. She's kept me alive. Yeah. So she uh, she's there and she tells me and if I'm thinking she goes hey you're doing a great job. you're doing an amazing job she goes just take it slow just take it slow and you, everything will work out and uh, ever since I married her and we've been together she's uh, yeah she's helped me help through this whole process and she was uh, my she was there with me on everything so I got to give a lot of credit to my yeah, yeah. no it's, yeah. it's it's sort of like a team but yeah. that's what what sort of I get not only. With because it's uh, you and your wife, and because you know you don't want to be. I mean, I can't stay up till friggin' two in the morning anymore. I mean, Jesus, no one wants to. That's me. Yeah, but you're working. So, so let's but, mention your wife. Yes. His name is Angela, Angela, and she's the lovely lady that is sitting behind you. That people on that are watching are wondering Facebook. who it is. They they can see her yeah. and give a little wave, Angela. There you go. Yep. Well, so, that's a motivate, but it's a family. Yeah. Not only through the kitchen, but to 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 make it work. To and make I it think work. that. That my whole thing is that I, I want to do things with people that I'd want to do things on my own time. Sorry. So why not do it all the time all and the find time. a way to make it work? Because there's got to be win-wins in everything around people that you enjoy being around. Oh, and, and that's, you know, it's life's too short. Yeah, life's too short for all that. You stay yeah. positive with all the people. I mean, I've had a bar and I've had a, some crazy people in my life, but I like to stay straight line. Hey, you got your brother people. for that, bro. Yeah, I got my. Yeah. We all have a brother for that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Brother, yeah. a younger brother to say. Yeah. I got one. Dimitri. Too. Yeah. Oh yeah, you've. Hey, <laughs> your his out does yours. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. But but hey, oh, yeah. but the, but I, 
Same but different. Same but different. He's a good kid. Right? Yeah. Same He's but got different. A great heart. Yeah. Same but different. But then, yeah. That's so funny because we all do, and everybody <laughs> out there can relate. Still... And you know what? That's life. I think. Yeah. The one thing is, is that you know I always preach is that you can cannot choose your blood, but you can choose your family, chosen family, who you you surround yourself with, with the self awareness to be you know where you're at. If you don't like where you're at, yeah. just admit it. You got to be honest to the person in the mirror, man. If you're just not going to deal with them right now. Just give them the respect. That's all they want. Yeah, that's all they want is respect. That's right. all they want. So you, you, uh, sports fan? Did you go play sports growing up, or I played basketball as a kid and a little bit of soccer. So you into the uh, hockey playoffs and stuff? So I'm into hockey. I obviously always love. There's nothing better than playoff hockey. Oh. You could be on the couch. It could be 75 degrees on your watching. Hey, last hockey. year we got gypped because playoff hockey, especially first round, even though we're in the second round now, but overtimes. Okay, this year we're good. We got some overtimes. Last year we got sort of gypped. But, you know, I'm going to take, uh, I'm going to start here. Um, and I'm going to start because I want to play this clip. Okay. Um, and we'll start with this series, which is uh, Columbus, Boston. Columbus and Boston. The series is. And Columbus is up in that series 2 nothing, And Columbus is coming off of sweeping Tampa Bay. 2 nothing, And then they're at home. They're up 2-1. to one And yeah, uh, exactly. yeah, they're at home. Two, they're up two to one. Next game is in Columbus. Correct. Tomorrow night. Now, yes. now in the first game, right of the first period against Tampa against Tampa Bay in the first round as the eighth seed, Columbus was down three nothing after one. After now, one period. Now, yeah. um, you can't make this stuff up. And and there's the when people ask, you know, do you, how do players respond? Well, it's it's like this is the hail mary of coaching. Okay, when you're going to throw it all out and not only it's it's because the winning and it's not about that. It's about the compete level. It's about the effort. And do they come out and give everything they got? Because they could have and, and lost. That's not the point of it. The point of it is, do you care enough for the person beside you and for the man in the room? Now, when that respect and care is there, right? These moments, you know, can mean something. And uh, this is John Tortorella, the coach of the Columbus. And this is, you could say, you know, what sparked them on because they've swept uh, Columbus in four and have won what, six of the last seven games. So, And then uh, just for, for everybody that's going to be listening, when you hear it bleeped out, he is saying fuck. <laughs> that, you're going to hear a lot of bleeped out. And, and so just add the word fuck in there and you'll get the whole thing. Every beep. Forget about skills. Forget about X's and O's. It's a fucking fucking. It's amazing what can fuck happen. So you fuck stand in there. You stand in there and you don't take a fuck backward step. Not for a fuck second. It's a great fuck opportunity to stand right fuck and go right to fuck. There is no one taking a fuck back step here. All right, let's be ready. Yeah. Skills. Forget about X's and O's. It's a that was actually uh, pretty, like, yeah, and you got to understand, for John Tortorella being a hothead or whatever, kicking, we've done a segment before, the guy's kicking <laughs> the garbage cans around and shit, but that that's sort of like, it, it's sort of like, guys, you're better than this. But what I, you see around there is the respect, because he's, from what you've seen in the past, um, of John Tortorella, he's not afraid to, to tell you exactly how he feels. But the fact that it was we're good enough, you know, to compete, go out and show it. And I think that not only does that give you an insight because 
of what has happened in the games, but it also gives you an insight that that's a tough team to beat, not only because their goalie's fucking out of his mind and Bobrovsky, but they like each other and they're talented and they work hard. And Columbus is a tough building to play in. Um, like it's energy, it's loud. Um, you know, again, how, how, how so much, it's how much an impact did that little speech you think make on the it's team? It's a way, it's the wake, it's sort of the smelling salts. Now, it wasn't, see, that uh, the, the reason I wanted to bring it up is because it wasn't this motherfucker, right? Yeah, it was right. guys, come on. Yeah. Like, I could see you're not, like, if you're going to go down, go down swinging, okay? Like, Scotty Bowman's famous speech, the only time he really ever gave a speech before game seven of 2002 against um, Colorado, right? Where he said before, he said, hey, you know, guys, uh, you know, I don't know how it's going to end up, but just wanted to let you know one of the things I regret um, is not telling my uh, guys appreciate them, so go play hard, and whatever happens, happens, and then he tells that story from back in his days in, in St. Louis that didn't make sense, and we went out and fucking won 7 nothing or something, so uh, the, you know, Scotty being Scotty, but it was the fact that it was almost the it's okay to lose. It's okay to fail. Like, yeah. you know, w w was that at the back when you wanted to change it, you know, from a bar to, to the restaurant to make, uh, to make it crazy gringos and stuff like that. Did, was there the doubt? Because there, you can always face doubters, you yeah, know, sure. big deal. Yeah. But was there any doubt in your mind? I had very little, I mean, a little bit, I had maybe 10%. I mean, but I what was, was it? What was the doubt? Just because you were, because of yeah. the noise? Because I was going into a new, um, but was it was it maybe I should do um so, like like you were going Mexican maybe I should do eh, not not Greek but eh, something else something was else. that the not much though like no because you you felt but so yeah. so to you what was it about Mexican is it because it's like a, you love Mexican food because it's there's so many variations yeah variations um I could incorporate my booze with it with margaritas and everything else so go. I had the liquor license for sure. Uh, my brother told me to put ribs, chicken, and burgers. I said, Dimitri, everybody down the street has ribs, chicken. Right, burgers. right, right. Let's scrap that. We're not doing pizza. We're not doing that. Focus on one. Yeah, so focus yeah. on one. So we did Mexican. And I tell you what, my dad, he goes he goes to Greece every four more months. He leaves the next month with my mom. He tells the story to all of his relatives and... Can't believe my son pulled this off, but he pulled it off, dude. Especially yeah. going over yeah. there. Yeah. 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 Hey, yeah. hey, so where's uh? Hey, see, so yeah, I could just see it. They're over there, and 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 it's your dad, his brother, two brothers, yeah, yeah. and they go, oh, oh my son, he's got the uh, you know, yeah. he's got the the uh, the coney on this one, yeah, and yeah. then little little Billy's got the the coney here, yeah. and then, oh, what's Tommy doing? Yeah. Tommy's got the crazy gringo. Oh, what? What? What the hell's that? I can't believe Tommy yeah. is. How's Tommy boy? So so speaking of that too. You know, to your dad, when, yeah. because that had to be, I know how it is, sort of like, there had to be a moment. Did you have a moment where it was like, where he just was like, where you proved, where he knew that, like, you weren't crazy, or that moment where it's like, I, I showed you, dad? The, the moment that really stand out was three weeks ago when we hit that award for two years in a row, and he was there to witness mm. it, when we got the People's Choice, and he wanted to be with the photos with all the awards, which my dad was never like that. And he's like, my son did it. He's yeah. like, he was here. proud. He was proud. He was hanging it up like it was a cop. That's yeah. And and that, I never seen that from my dad. And that's when I knew oh. he really believed in his son. He goes, wow, he really. 
pulled it off. We all look for that, yeah. I think, from our parents. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, that, that reminds me or of... Or someone uh, in our so, life that's important. That reminds me of people look up Devin Bush after Devin Bush, who was the uh, outside linebacker, got drafted. And for all the draft choices, they have their parents or their families tell them and sitting in different rooms. And, and that sort of thing is like a lot of Devin Bush Sr., who also played in the league pretty much came across like i know i was hard on you son but uh you should have seen me tell my brother all the time you should see this kid play you should see but i'm never going to tell you that like this is the same guy as a parent who devin bush jr fumbled when he was eight years old and his dad told him he sucked because losers only fumble like i get it it's a different age but the fact that he didn't mean that he wanted the best out of his kid and to hear that moment it doesn't matter and that's a kid who's got drafted and what is he 21 years old you know, you're 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 a little older. A little older, I'm forty eight. So forty eight, you're yeah. right, and you still mean something. So yeah. everybody, don't forget that. Remember, remember that this Mother's Day and Father's Absolutely. Day, and and uh, and as it's coming up, because that's that's important. You can always make your parents proud. Uh, always, doesn't matter what age they're at, you can make them. Proud. Speaking of the proud, this uh, Carolina, back to the hockey. Carolina and the Islanders, one one, middle of the second period with Carolina two nothing lead in this series. Hey, what were you saying today that uh, you were talking uh, to uh, Greg Stefan earlier? Yes, I was talking to former the, Detroit Red Wing goaltender yep. and Peter Carmanos and Chad LaRose. Yeah, they were was ringing the horn tonight. They were flying down to the, the this game in Raleigh, and uh, Chad LaRose, a Fraser, Michigan boy, won the as a rookie won the Stanley Cup with Carolina in '06, wow. and so Chad was going to be re, re, uh, doing the air horn, air horn before the game, and he was all pumped up. I mean, they, you know the kid, the character he is. And, oh yeah. And uh, and actually, Carolina is the odds-on favorite out of Vegas right now to win the cup no, at four not. to one. San Jose is. But that's look, in your mind, is it? <laughs> I looked at it, and they were three twenty-five, and Carolina's three fifty. Well, yeah. So, <laughs> so no, no, but I mean, yeah, Barry, yeah. you yeah. can't on grind time when I'm throwing out the stats. I'm the one who can be wrong. Yeah, I should know when it's. When you got to be right. Yeah. I cannot and take I and I. I can say Chesterfield when I meant Clinton Township, right? right? You can't give bad odds, even though I don't gamble anymore, sports-wise, just slots. I should should have known that you were the expert in the odds, though. I should have. I should have. You know better than that. I should have deferred to you on that one. You're absolutely right. I was locking in this afternoon with Rachel (laughs) Bonetta and friggin' Todd Furman and Clay Pat, Clay Travis and Uncle Sal. I was watching them, and everybody knows out there that I'm a huge Fox Sports. uh, And uh, Ellen Ellen Schaefer said she's on the jerks bandwagon herself. That's it. You know what? You got to love the way they play. I'll tell you this. I don't think, you know, uh, Curtis McElhaney, who was in the uh, flame system. When I was there, great kid. Um, you know, like I said, what I always tell you, you got to get, you got to stay healthy. So, you know, if they can stay healthy, but right now it looks, it's always game threes in every yeah. series. They're always the pivotal game. You know, a, a lot of times that can, I mean, you say that every game's the most important game and whatever else. Well, it flips it for either 2 2 or 3 to 1. Now you're just one. But here's game the, here's the, here is the caveat, right? Because this is the biggest thing is that you won two on the road and you're coming home. You're supposed to, you can't have that. You're bigger. You're more apt to be not ready coming home two nothing than one, one. Now that's where experience and leadership and a guy like Justin Williams, Mr. Game seven, whatever, where it comes in. And I think what you're seeing is, is uh, just a penalty took and took and taken. Mm -hmm. 
who took who 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 oh who taking the penalty? Fault. All right, they're down. So this one's you know this could change the series because you win a game on the road, right? As the Islanders, yeah. you like you're back. In it, it flips one it more. back, right? And um, last night, so what's the other series? So Columbus is we got to that. They're two one. Yep. And then uh, the, a game later today is uh, St. Louis Dallas series where St. Louis is up two to one in that series. And that game is in Dallas. Correct. Right. Yep. yep. That's a, you know, and speaking of the Russian Five, Dallas Stars saw that movie before the playoff run by Jimmy Lights. I don't oh, know wow. if you know that or not. So that could be, that's why. A they, little inspirational. Yeah. I like St. Louis. I, I mean, I, I've been saying all along, like, like, St. Like Chicago got their break. I retired so they could win. You know, like, uh, you know, St. Louis has never got their break yet. Maybe this is the you year. and uh, You and Sean Belizean both picked, uh. St. Louis and Ken Callen, myself. I uh, think I think Dallas wins tonight. Took Dallas. No, I don't. It think ties it up two two. Although yeah. I don't have a dog in the fight. And then what's that? San Jose, Carolina. San Jose, uh, Colorado. Colorado. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And San Jose's up on that one two to one. Yeah. The the fate team team of fate. Is yeah, that my, that's my fate runner. <laughs> fate runner. My fate runner. Oh yeah, I'm going with uh, Chewbacca Burns on the back end, <laughs> and Carlson and Jumbo Joe. Jumbo Joe Bunyan. <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully we'll see a couple more uh, overtime games in in these uh, in the second round here. Yeah, is that the other? That's the. That's so, it. We're so, down to four. We went to eight to, eight to four series. Yeah. Man, and and that weird. So like, think of the teams that are left. It, it it doesn't make sense. Fucking Batman hockey. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Batman hockey. Tell us how you feel about the commission. I don't know. So, did you grow? So, growing up, you uh, just talk sport. Uh, Detroit sports fan. Absolutely. Obviously, basketball, basketball. Bad boys. You, bad boys. Um, what you gonna do? Yeah. Who's your okay? Who's your favorite? Would you have a favorite athlete growing up? Or, I mean, I loved all the sports athletes. Um, I, I was at a bar one time with Joe Dumars and Isaiah Thomas, and I got to give uh, credit to. Joe Dumars. Joe's the best. He's this class act. He is. Uh, I will I say do. that. I've. I've. Yeah. Yep. So two different guys. Two different guys. Yeah. I actually sent two beers over to him. Joe Dumars came over, shook my hand, drank the beer. Isaiah actually stunned the, shoved the beer right back in my face. <laughs> so I said, okay, that's how it's going to be. That's fine. But Joe Dumars class act. Um, who else? And uh, Tom, Tom, where was this at? Where this bar? This was in Pontiac. So we were at a. It was after a game. They were there too. I admit it. No, it wasn't at Janopolis. Okay, so you didn't own the bar at the time. No, I didn't own the bar. This is okay. a bar at, um, in Pontiac. So. Okay. Yeah. And- yeah, guys go to bars, bro. <laughs> well, but he was a bar owner. I didn't know yeah, if yeah, they, no, were, no. they were at his no, place. He, right, he right. would have said at my bar. At my, yeah, I would have <laughs> I would have assumed. Well, then I mean, I had to be listening, obviously. I wasn't ah, there you go, Perry. Honesty. <laughs> that's what we preach out. here. Self-awareness. Out. I like but it. But that's why I was asking the question, just to catch myself yeah, up with them. Yeah. <laughs> I got a lot of stories I was telling Boogie over here. When I was down at, um, give us one. Give us, I'll give, I'll give, give us, I'll give, give us, give us a classic. Listen, guys, this could be a segment. I'm going to get some music <laughs> for it. It is story time right, in the D with your crazy gringo, Uncle Tommy. <laughs> Uncle Tommy, take it away. Okay, so here we are. We're a group of us. And we're at uh, Blue Martini in Birmingham. And it was around the golf. Uh, it was, I think the Ryder Cup. Ryder Cup was here, I think. And all the celebs were in town. So I was eating upstairs, actually, and then uh, we went downstairs. Uh, we knew the manager got us downstairs. Lee Yeah, I don't know who it was, but then he said, uh, all the Red Wings are coming in for dinner later. 
and you Except might McCarty. <laughs> so I'm trying to think of the year now. I'm just having a 06. Yeah, that's what it was. Yep. Well, you're filling, yeah. you're filling in really good, man. Yeah, yeah. Actually, it was all six. He's right. Yep. Yeah. So we're downstairs there. and um, Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. We're down there having some martinis, and um, here comes uh, Michael Jordan, Charles Oakley, a Bar- couple other guys. Barkley? No, no Barkley. Oakley. And they're sitting at a high top, and um, waitress goes over, and of course, open up champagne and all the drinks. So it was my buddy, me, a couple other people, my buddy's wife, they just got married. And we walked over to Michael and I said, um, hey, Michael, you know, can we do an autograph signing? And my mom really liked it. said, you know what, sir? I'm on vacation right now. I'm at the thing. I'm not going to sign no uh, autographs. I said, okay. I'll respect it. So I'm in the bathroom taking a piss, and I look to my right, and who it is? It's uh, Shanahan. I said, hey, Shanahan, what's up? He goes, not much. I go, well, wow, man, ever since you guys walked in, I go, why is the attention off you guys and all about Michael Jordan? I goes, wow, when Black Jesus walks into any room, he says, game over. He goes, Red Wings who? <laughs> so I was like, wow. I was like, wow, Shannon, yeah. He goes, it's true. He goes, yeah, he's he's first come, and then we're all following that. So, yeah, I was like hanging out down there with these guys. It was kind of cool for a couple hours. I don't remember who, all the Red Wings they were there, but I think there was like six or eight of them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that's... How many were there, Mac? You know, I mean, if, if Jordan <laughs> is... So Charlie was there. I wasn't. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I think uh, Shelly was there, yeah. He would have been, because yeah, yeah. that's his connection. I remember the first time you talked Michael Jordan's stories. I remember in, we're in United Center and getting ready uh, for the games, probably like an hour and a half before the game, and it was an afternoon game. Remember that? Mm. Sort of sitting there side drapes. <laughs> here comes MJ, <laughs> right through the room, starts, stops, starts talking, stay hanging out, whatever like this, just chew the shit. Where's Shelly? Oh, yeah, Shelly. Yeah, oh, yeah, MJ. Got pictures and stuff. It's cool. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. It was cool, but, uh, did, but those. But to your point, that's a different level guy. Yeah, that's a different level guy, you know. And and you know, it doesn't mean you're not a human being. No, you no, shouldn't no. act like a human being, yeah, but yeah. but at least you know. I, at I've least heard I, that before. But at least that sounded like he. You you can respect that where he. My wife's uncle used to and the fly way, him. Uh, oh, yeah. He used to fly him for private, yeah. and uh, he didn't do. He, you know, he liked to bring his cigars. And yeah, cigars. Sign a few balls so, for that, but yeah. he wasn't much of an autograph signer. No, no, no. But just the way he handled it, and the way he, you know, which is respect. Spread, spread. You know, uh, yeah. the, the words he used yeah, and that. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I would have signed it, but uh, <laughs> right. I know. wait, which goes? I heard, hey, how about this? <laughs> Here's one for everybody. We got through the playoffs, right? Yeah, yeah, we just got through, but uh, Carolina just took a two-one lead. Falk Holy came out of bunch of Falk, jerks. Falk came out of the box and scored and buried a nice little bag. Uh, hey, which okay, Perry, I gotta, I gotta have to comment on that because, dude, I'll tell you, in the playoffs, okay, in the first or second period, whatever, like that, a close game, tied game, maybe down or you're up, you get a penalty. You know, you never want to get a penalty, right? But in the third period and a tie game or whatever, you get a penalty. Especially late. I mean, you're just sitting in there praying to Jesus, baby Jesus, God, <laughs> Harry Krishna, Buddha, Gandhi, whoever will listen, right? You're all over praying, for, right? And then you realize there's a moment where you see either the flow's not, right? So you'll get different ki- types of killing palate, right? So you're, so immediately, like, it's like the worst, like, it's not the worst, like, being in trouble with your wife, like, really bad. Like it's not that bad, but it's like close. It's like close. It's like being in trouble with your grandma almost. You know, like you're gonna get whacked. But you're sitting in there and you just so you're dreading. Then you look at you look at the flow of the power play, right? Whether and I mean by 
Oh, is the uh, is the team on the power play? Do, do they control the breakout? Or are we stuffling it so they can't make a play and they're they're having trouble getting it in? Oh, and you look up at the clock and there's 30 seconds gone, and then you're like, okay, come on. Oh, and then they set up their plays with the, like a minute, and then boom, one timer. Ding, post. Oh, my God, you're going to have a heart attack in the bench. And then next thing goes across, goalie makes a great save. Then they ice it down, then you realize, okay, there's like seven seconds, and it gets dumped, and you can sort of see what's developing. And as you, you're looking and you're going, there's no greater feeling. And I'll tell you, because you said Justin Falk, right? <laughs> a defenseman, big shot. Vladimir Konstantinov was the king of taking penalties in 1996 and getting the puck as he came out of the penalty box on a breakaway and scoring. So wow. from the worst feeling of letting you down to getting that opportunity coming out of the puck, it's almost like... You feel like, see, yeah, oh, or if if you score a shorthanded goal, it's the same feeling. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, without I me taking that. that stupid penalty, yeah. you know, yeah, we never scored, right? <laughs> so, but you want to go from anxiety, and especially playoffs. You know, I don't think during the regular season at all you'd ever really worry about. You know, like you do something stupid, you're gonna get yelled at, or you might get your docked ice time. Yeah. But to, to really something that you didn't, ha- it wasn't. It like, truly means something now in the playoff hockey. Well, it's unbelievable, but then to be that re- recluse, to be able to get that breakaway or that opportunity to score, but Barzell just ties it up. That was a rocket. Wow. Oh, it was Josh Bailey. I'm sorry. I'm I'm I got my Perry eyes on tonight. <laughs> I know that's uh, that. And if anybody doesn't know what that is, that means I just fucking everything up. Can't see what the hell you're looking. <laughs> I can't at. see. I can't talk. So um, that's that's awesome. That's the playoffs. Yeah, that's the playoffs. So where 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 the fuck was I? You're talking about uh, no, I, I was talking about that. But where were we before that? Athletes. Oh, maybe athletes. You were talking about your story with yep. MJ and MJ. Oh yeah, no, that that's uh, athletes growing up. So you have those stories of running into them. So yeah. do you still, do you go down? Have you been to the Little Caesars? Yeah, I've been there a few times. What do you think of that place? Um, I like it. I mean, it's you're actually sitting a little high up. Right. So yeah, yeah, I saw. Um, we saw Bocelli there last, uh, was it two years ago, Ange? And that was beautiful just to see. Uh, I like it more for concerts. And yeah, the sound gr- system It's phenomenal. great for yeah, concerts. Yeah, yeah, UFCs, yeah. wrestling yeah, would be great. Really? Oh, yeah. You um, see one of those. UFC. All those things like that. Um, what, um, Where do you want to go to next? Boogie, what do we got? I'm going to go to, I'm going to ask uh, Haas, what do we have? Uh, we got Friday coming up in West Branch. West Over Branch, at where? Edwards Township Hall. 7 o'clock? 7 o'clock. Uh, we got Cam Rowe on with us that night. Oh, Cam, funny man. So you're Rowe. talking, right now you're talking about the Darren uh, McCarty slapstick comedy. Yeah, that's So this is what you're going to be doing. On Friday. I'll be out Saturday. I'll be at the Strand Theater. Um, mm-hmm. and it'll actually be good because I'm, uh, America's Got Talent, uh, Tom Cotter, if you've seen it, I'm actually hosting. And Jason Douglas, so... He's actually opening for Tom, and I only say this because I have a bit that I do, which isn't a bit. It's all my shit's true, <laughs> so they're not a bit. But it specifically it's involves little Doo Doo Douglas, and it, it, he. It's like I'm gonna say, I usually have to say it's not the guy that's here. It's this other guy, but it's actually gonna be the guy that I'm going to tell the story about at the Strand Theater. Oh, wow. It's going to come out, and I'll be like, that's Doo-Doo Douglas. <laughs> we don't need a shirt today. Yeah, yeah, show. No shirt. We don't need a shirt at the show today. He's here, but Jason Douglas. 
Um, that's what I got this this weekend. Then we got the fundraiser coming up on the 11th. I don't know if that's. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, gonna... yeah. We'll get back. We'll get to that next okay. week. I know that tomorrow on the uh, Detroit cast, uh, Marty Sheedy's going to be in talking about that. Um, can you pull up? Uh, can you pull up? Uh, I want to talk to you guys a little bit. Uh, I know that I've uh, spoke before the Riley Cote Ray Lewis picture, but uh, uh, you know I, I bring to you guys and um, continue to bring uh, education in the medical marijuana field and in you know legalization. But uh, right here, there's a picture I'm showing of uh, Ray Lewis and uh, the guy on the right is Riley Cote, former NHL player, um, who is. I would say um, the integral part of creating uh, one of the integral parts of creating athletes for care. Um, uh, as you can see, um, Ray Lewis. Obviously, everybody knows who Ray Lewis from the Baltimore Ravens is. Um, you know the the one thing uh, with you know they do body check wellness. I think that uh, you know things uh, will be talking more so. I will because of the involvement here in Michigan and stuff like that. But um, rethink recovery, and I think that the one of the things, and I didn't mention it last week, but last Wednesday I had a conference call. Riley, myself, Ryan Vandenbush, uh, former NHL player, with Glenn Healy, who's our head of the NHL Players Association, and the <clears throat> the conversation was cannabis. And strictly where um, to update and to let us know where the league's at. So, bottom line is is the NHL's taken the forefront has gone to the NHL and Canopy Canada has has pretty much um, said we don't want any of your league's money. We want to do this test. We will be done by. 2020 summertime wow. so a year from now and glenn healy is gonna have lock stock and all the medical information and everything because you know when and this is his update when they when because the bottom line is when he's a former player and uh to know that it's we're all on the same team and it's about you know you get into this concussion stuff and then people want to make it to um black and white and this and that and money. No. So we're going with, with lifestyle, going with sleep, going with body wellness, going with your endocannabinoid system, going with education. And the more people, because, you know, the mind, body, and spirit where it's mindful, you know, Riley uses this term to me about marijuana use. It's mindful. He's a huge into microdosing, which people don't know. Microdosing is just using very small amounts right. to, to, you know, shock your system. So it's all in your education and, and, you know, uh, here at grind time, you can email at grindtimepodcast.com and somebody will get around to talk to you. You can <laughs> send us a clip. Uh, I know that, uh, I know that Facebook, I know Facebook is pretty, pretty much running the way that it should, but Instagram and Twitter are going to be rocking and rolling. Um, we had a conversation um, it's either grind time, DMAC 25, or whatever it is, but I'll let people know. But uh, we have, since it's May 1st, I want to let everybody know that we're also here as, you know, it's a great segue because Tommy's got a lot of things going on that we all do is, uh, you know, building on this. So I'm going to try to take more of a Instagram, more of a Twitter presence, um, mindful presence, just like my marijuana use. <laughs> sometimes but it just goes to show you that um you know guys 
and and influential guys um, who know the secret aren't afraid to come out behind it because it's right. And what other you, pro athletes are involved in this? With, with the athletes for care, yeah. uh, football guys, Abin Brighton, Jake Plummer, Ricky Williams, uh, Nate Jackson, Leonard Marshall, uh, MMA Baz Root and Frank Shamrock. Um, you know, hockey guys, Riley, Vandenbush, Scott Parker, who's okay. also involved, um, Parks, and uh, who shout out to his wife, Frankie, who's uh, going through some stuff right now, but our prayers are with them. And, and that's, you know, the one thing is to be able to alleviate. So when I'm telling everybody that the uh, body check uh, wellness and the check is C-H-E-K, it's athletes for athletes. So strictly where you can get educated and learn what these guys um, do or are using because there's so many different things. And, you know, to, to be able to share, that share the, yeah. the information. So the, one of the things also, too, as progressing, as they're progressing, is uh, I'm going to be figuring out and taking a forefront in my own uh product in which way that it it makes sense to get to everybody because if it works for me and people want to use what works for me then there's no reason to find it because the object is is for everybody to find what works for them so that that's to me that's exciting stuff not only that but in, in the nhl and it's it's uh you know until then um the the tom you'll appreciate this yes. the so my question in the meeting is i don't care right yeah like what about the guys now like what about why you gotta like i understand why you gotta wait a year because that's you know when healy goes up against these guys he's gonna be so well are yeah ammunition like you can't pick a hole in him because he's gonna be waiting for it but what is it and then to to know that 25 guys or so have received help because they've reached out um and and a lot of this is is I don't want to say psychological, but it has to do with concussions, has to do with PTSD, has to do with fighting, has to do with lifestyle, has to do with injuries, has to do with just life. Oh, absolutely. And Man. so if we can, you know, hockey being the one that leads the way, that's what we do. So, I mean, it's just at the end of the day, it doesn't matter how we get there, it's how we get there. Absolutely, that's a great uh, thing. I forgot, and, and Mike Tyson. Oh yeah, Mike Tyson yeah. too. Oh, yeah. That was yeah. yeah for, oh, your buddy now. Your buddy now. I mean, the, yeah, yeah, my God, right. that picture you took with him. <laughs> oh, Evan, Evan, you seen that picture yet? Oh boy, that's a good one. Oh, me and Mike. Yeah. Oh, the smile he's got, the little kid smile. You know, oh, I do. It was yeah. my. It was a bucket. I mean, I seriously, I I fanned out. I was like, dude, I, I, you know, <laughs> you're a great boxer, do. and I love. I, yeah, you're a great boxer, but I'm really into Mike Tyson mysteries. So <laughs> I love your show. Maybe we should yeah. have him on your podcast here. Oh, I, you know what? He's the type of guy that <laughs> oh, probably would. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Could you see those two? I know. I want to be here for that one for yeah. sure. Yeah, we, well, you're going to need a translator. <laughs> <laughs> do you um, where do where do all the tacos go? I'm sorry, I was I haven't eaten all day. I feel I, like I, I had to have one for sure. I'm sure there's more back in. The no, they're they're all good. Yeah. What um, <laughs> what else was uh, oh I I uh, what else did I want to touch on? Well, Let's see, Talladega last week. Not that, yeah. You, but uh, Jan, you got to chase Elliot. Yeah, with I the watched win. that with you. Yeah. Um, Not many crashes. Super speed, super speedway racing. I don't know. You don't. I, I'm a huge guy into NASCAR. That's why I'm excited about uh, 
Um, the same weekend, actually, the Hash Bash and the uh, Hash Bash and the MIS is the same weekend. So I'm gonna have to take in practice for the Hash Bash. Then. Well, you know what's coming up Saturday, right, Darren? Oh, the Derby. Derby. How yeah, can you leave yeah, out yeah, the yeah. Derby, dude? My best, I hit charismatic <laughs> 60 to 1 back in the day. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, I got a derby story for you guys. I'd love to hear it. Like, uh, give me a derby story uh, on this so we, derby, too. We, we ran a Winnebago. My cousin Johnny, I told you, from Sarnia, who's playing a little hockey. He goes, hey, I want to come, too. So we had, like, six of us. Six of us, we drove down to Louisville. Brand new Winnebago, which is like a motorhome. Mm -hmm. And uh, loaded up with food and stuff, beers, and go down to Louisville. We camp out at this... Um, those water parks called um six flags oh yeah yeah, six yeah. Flag. so they allowed us to park the because <laughs> it's closed for the weekend because it's the derby so we oh, parked so there they, yeah okay. we parked there so. how far of a walk <laughs> well we didn't walk it because we just cabbed it to the okay yeah okay. so it was probably a 10 minute cab ride so we're at six flags sitting there and the showers are all there and the, so we partied and had barbecued out there and we'd go into the city every time and then the day of the dirt, we went to the Oaks the day before. I was just watching everything. It was amazing. I always wanted to be there. How old were you? I was, uh, so it was 15 years ago, so I was uh, okay, so, 33. Right. Yeah. Prime time, never been in the Derby. No, Everybody with us, never been in the Derby. So we get there, and um, my buddy, Pete, he's always a little crazy out there. He goes, hey, we're going to scalp some, because we didn't know where we're going to sit in, you know, in the bottom. So Pete goes over and finds a scalper and buys these $120 seats. I thought for sure we got screwed, but I said, that's all right. We got these badges on. I go, Pete, even if we, they're not, if they're fake, no big deal. We'll go underneath. So my cousin and all of them get into the pit. They paid like 20 bucks and they're all in the pit watching the door. Next thing you know, we get through security and these things are real. We're at Millionaire's Row with these tickets. <laughs> what were you wearing? I had a suit on. Okay. Yeah. My so you looked the part. I looked the part. Because you looked the part. I looked the part. So like you, could, you, you could, you yeah. could, yeah. you could be that important guy. Yeah, your was, brother, on the other hand. No, I wasn't my brother, my oh, buddy. Okay. Oh, but you know what he was wearing? A velour jumpsuit. Oh, oh so he looked boogie. the part. <laughs> oh, hey. He looked like my bodyguard. Right, right, yeah. right. No, no. Like yeah. he, he had the gun. Yeah, he had the gun. Yeah. Sure. He looked like a soprano guy. <laughs> so we walk up to the seat. And there we are sitting there and. We're in front, and who's sitting behind us to the right is Nick Lachey and Jessica Simpson sitting right there. And right behind me is O.J. Simpson. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm like, whoa. <laughs> there are people taking pictures. Were you nervous? Yeah, yeah. I, was <laughs> yeah. I, was, I was actually, for a second, real nervous. So I just watched the thing there, and it rained a little bit, but watching the derby. And So the story, the, the story ends with my cousin buying a Smarty Jones was on them. Mm -hmm. And my cousin bets him, and... He won on two tickets. He throws the one ticket that he thought didn't, wasn't a winner. Threw it in the garbage. And we're in oh. the middle now. Look, he goes, that was a $2,000 winner. I go, ah, oh, Johnny, what do you do? So he's like pulling the garbage up. Went up to the lady, but she found that he placed it. And okay. she mailed him the money. She, he won the first 2000 on the one ticket. And she mailed him the other 2000 which nice. I don't know. They, somehow they did it. and they Even if you throw your uh, ticket out. They got a camera everywhere. Something, yeah. So it just... Yeah, so he got he won four. Grand. Yeah, but I wouldn't advise throwing your ticket no, out. I, I mean, Jesus! I just can't believe he did. Yeah, Johnny, the lucky one. one. I know he threw it out, and but I would. Uh, I want to go. I'm telling my wife next year we're gonna, even though it's a couple of days before Cinco, I want to get some people and uh, head down. Dude, there. I that the that, that, awesome. Hey, think about it. That might be a grind time. That might be a grind. Uh, oh, crazy yeah. gringo grind yeah, time. Yeah, maybe get that all. Somebody might want to like give us. You know, there's a guy. Perry's a. Hey, oh, Perry's geez. a. Perry's a. 
uh, got my chauffeur. I got chauffeur. my chauffeur's license. Oh, come you on. Get a Winnebagus. He's got a Winnebago again. Let's go down. I'll have all Mexico. tour bus. Well, tour I can't bus. drive that though. I don't have the CDL. Besides, dude, I'm gonna be wanting to sit in the back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gary yeah. won't be driving. No. <laughs> Wait a sec here, yeah. guys. Whose name is on grind time? I have to decide if Perry's driving or not. All right, stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. Perry, you don't have to drive, but you have to sit in that little Jimmy seat at the front and watch the driver. I can do that. All right, imagine do doing a grind time down at the Derby. That'd be oh, awesome. Man, yeah. Well, that's a, you know one of the There's things a lot that, of that I wanted to be able to do is to to see. We were talking about this is to make it. Uh, you know, uh, be able to go mobile and to be able to do it not only in, in places, but also take it to events. So that's people out there. That's something, you know, to be able to. It's it's one of those things that, uh, to get, uh, I think, at the podcast level, too, just to get it recorded. You know, some people can see it live. We can cut up some stuff. But, oh, yeah. you know, anybody's got ideas or interested in anything, email at grindtimepodcast.com. And, and you know what? That was that was our first ever call-in. With the phone, and that that went smooth yeah, and well, great well. as could be. I mean, what Perry's trying yeah. to say is that's the first time Perry's ever used the phone that he didn't have to use the <laughs> rotor dial. He's fucking old, bro. I had somebody. You notice I had somebody else. All I had to do was open it, and they they took care of everything else. Yeah, that's hilarious. Hey, yeah, look, look he's all proud of himself and shit. I was like, dude, holy shit, Perry. Big. Hey, Perry's got. Guy, guy. I want to start right. this. Listen, yes, Perry, can you? Because Perry has this gig uh, driving for our boy Reitz at Rockstar's Limousine. So, okay. like, you could actually request Perry from F- Perry Vellucci. Yeah, the Perry <laughs> Vellucci. Yeah, that's the one with the smile that the girls just can't get enough of. Uh, could, could be your driver uh, for a airport visit or a... What? Give us... You have any yeah, interesting... It, well, any? yeah, you were where the one I had Saturday night. I had... Uh, I had a, a, a young lady and her sister took him down to LCA for the Pink concert. Okay. It was her 40th birthday party. Her husband surprised her. Had her sister flying from Florida. Oh, had nice. me show up with the limo. She wasn't aware of any of this. So just as I'm dropping them off, they're like, you come down here? I go, yeah, I ref the Red Wing Alumni Games. I come down a lot. And she goes, wait, you ref the Wings? You, 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 do you know these guys? I'm like, yeah. I said, you know, I got a podcast with Darren. You know Darren? So... As Aaron in the show, I was talking to Darren. And, well, Darren does uh, the cameo.com. Okay, so that's where uh, where where celebrities, celebrities, and uh, and sports athletes. So you can you can uh, go on the website and, and request um, for them to do a little short little video. So I called her husband. I'm like, do you think that you know she'd want this? He's like, oh heck yeah. So he gets hold of Darren. Darren shoots this video for her. She gets in the car after the concert. She's ecstatic as heck. Seven stars. And just uh, wow, look at that. Seven stars. Yeah. Seven reactions. Not a different one. I haven't seen. I haven't seen this. <laughs> I get them on my phone, but a lot of them I do in here because I think it's cool. But I think it's a great way to you know, and I've done from birthdays to to different things and the the thing is is the the way that it's set up is is um you can make it as personal you know i mean i i will give you a personal one and call your boy a fucktard that is <laughs> fucking true yeah, 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 i mean if that's true. what he deserves he will get yes this is Darren mccarty you are a fucktard <laughs> <laughs> i think it's just you know Brought in a world guys. of facilitation or trying to get <laughs> communication cuz you don't know and if it makes somebody's day so to perry's point um, the Be- other Becky, it was Becky's Be- birthday. How about this? Her- so the other day he's driving and 
Next thing, I get a request from her husband on Cameo to give her. So I gave her a, a really good personal one on his, and then I yeah. gave her one through this. So. How cool is that? Yeah, it was. I mean, she it, it just it made their night perfect, and she just you know really enjoyed it. And unfortunately, that was a little something I was able to you know uh, it worked out for for she was happy with. My my driving, she was happy with the service. She was happy Absolutely. with Darren. And you made someone's so day. Oh, I told her. You get it. That's it. Right? That's, I, I, that's, I made and, someone's day. That's and, and another and, fan uh, for life. Yeah. Grind, grind time. You know the slapstick, the fuck weed, and then the green, whatever. Yeah. It's it's when you put a smile, and like you said, the Greek that you you through the stomach, yeah. right? But also through through the mind and through the the appreciation, or because you see somebody or you hear somebody, you know, and you show them. Just uh, respect. That's that's the, that's the world that I want to live in. Absolutely, um, absolutely. Uh, you know, and and I love different characters. It's yeah. the best part. But the, at the end of the day, keep those intentions uh, pure. Um, <laughs> Eizus, can you pull up on uh, on there the stuff for the Proby ride? I want to show everybody that uh, Bob Probert's ride this year. Um, uh, sorry, let me. Let no, me, that's not it. Do you know the date offhand, Mac? I'll check. No, June something. I, Yes, right, I know that. Uh, no, that's all right. It should be. It should be in there. Um, I got a quick fan one while we're sitting here. So Darren and I were at the Pro Bowl last year. We stopped at a stand to eat some tacos, mm -hmm. and a couple guys walked up. He had a Red Wings jersey on. I had a Lions jersey on. And these guys come, oh, Red Wings and Lions fucking rule. That, that Red Wings are awesome. That Fedorov, that fucking Darren McCarty, he rocks, man. I fucking love this guy. I look next to him, Darren's yeah, just laughing. Anyway, he's talking to the guy for 10 minutes, never knew it, and just kind of went on his day. And, wow. You know, it was just funny. That's know? funny, Darren. I was at CVS the other day walking in there, and this guy was chasing me up to the pharmacist. I beat him. He goes, oh, even with my long legs. He says, you beat me up here. He's talking to me for 20 minutes. I'm like, all right, dude, I got to get out of here. I got my prescription. You know who it was? No. Dave Rosema. Ro I didn't oh, even Rose know it was Rosema. How bad oh, was that? Was oh, man. Yeah, yeah. Rosie. Yeah, what a <laughs> so, uh, so, Mac, the ride is going to be uh, 623. Uh, so on so June, 23rd. June 23rd. I think it's well, in there, is it not? Um, June 23rd, Sunday. It's uh, a Sunday. Looking yeah. for a... Uh, uh, in the in the locker room, uh, the picture Darren Banks uh, and Zach Cassie. Here, I'll send it right now for the um, for the Bob Probert ride. Just uh, as we pull it up, there's a great story too. No, it's down. It's all right. It's, um, doo -doo -doo. Yeah, keep going. Oh, right there. You just paid. Yeah. So. So Darren Banks, uh, who is uh, uh, part of the alumni, played in Boston. He's actually the host at the D in uh, Vegas. And then Zach Cassian. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. The Zach Cassian, the bald, the bald kid there. He play, He's a forward. He's from Windsor. He's a forward for the uh, Edmonton Oilers. Uh, great kid. So they're they're the ride captains. I know that uh, you know Ryan Vandenbush, Riley Cote. Scott Parker, you know, a lot of former. What's that? <laughs> Meltdown. Meltdown will be yeah, there. A lot yeah, of former guys, um, former NHL players that come out to to be able to ride. So that's a great, great night, great event for uh, for the Proberts and the Prober family. So that's uh, that's always awesome. So if you're a rider, check into it uh, for the Probert ride, uh, which is June twenty third. If you want me to donate some stuff, Darren, just let me know. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll talk to Danny. Yeah. 
for sure. Um, so you got any? Uh, what do you got going on uh, this weekend? Anybody uh, got any? Good? Just, you got Cinco de Mayo. So wait, now, yeah. now let's let's take take this part at the end of the program. It's because people are always looking for things to do. Now, Cinco de Mayo, May 5th, yes. is a Sunday, right? Sunday, yes. Sunday this year. But I would think that you'd want to be somewhere, right, to a Mexican place. And what better place, Crazy Gringo? Especially, yeah. Right? In, yeah. in Clinton Township? Clinton Township. So that's where we're having the big party. Because on. you get a margarita. What? Be- margarita, you get outside. We have the patio. And we're putting um, the DJ out in the parking lot with uh, one of my chefs is cooking out there some of the Mexican corn and some street tacos outside. Inside, we'll have the, the full house. So usually that day, I have about, on a regular busy day, I have 17 staff. I just doubled it to 34 staff. So what day. time What time can people... They can start showing up about 10.30 in the morning. Okay. And uh, it's an all-day, obviously, I, it's crazy. That's awesome. Every year that we've done it, we've, I've had a clicker on at the door. Last year, we had 2,200 people come through. That's wow. awesome. Wow. So let's break it this year. Yeah, let's break it. It's a Sunday, so... Even if we come close, I just think it's going to end a little earlier. That's all. No big deal. No, and, and that's what you say. Then, then it is what it, it is. is. What it and is. I, I guarantee early. you this. Not only will you leave there full, will you leave there happy. <laughs> but you know what? When you leave there, if you're not already, you'll be a gringo. You won't have yeah. to force nobody out at 2.15. No, I don't have to. <laughs> that's right. You I are. wouldn't be saying, Darren, I need some help with this guy. You got <laughs> Well, I got no be, tolerance. You have this, right. man. I, <laughs> all you gotta do is give the look, and yeah. you'd be out the door. That's it. That's, <laughs> that's it. Um, all right. What's uh, so West Branch Friday? Yard work. Hey, you've been. I've been doing yard work. Oh, I got God. the mulch down. I've been I hate the garbage. It's uh, looking good. The, the smoke shocks wired. Just gotta get the. Get the, wait till I have you over when the smoke shot. I got the <laughs> electrical done, the insulation that's got to do the drywall, and she's all ready to go. So <laughs> I, uh, like a big kid in his playhouse. Yeah, he, he loves it. Just happy to be home. Yeah. You know, that's, that's <laughs> what it is. Home that's what home. it is. Oh, yeah. Um, well, guys, uh, out there for this Wednesday night, a uh, little update beginning of May. So here on Grind Time with Darren McCarty, we got a lot of things happening. Um, you can always check us out. Use the Grind Time on Facebook app. Um, Grind Time, DMAC25. I don't even fucking know if that's the Instagram or the Twitter, so I'm not even going to pretend, but you'll see it. I'll let you know. We got, we got changes coming up. We got changes coming up. Yeah. So I'm getting this shit together. I please ask you guys, give me the month of, uh, month of May to get things all tightened up. Uh, like I said before, we're... Really in no hurry, except in a hurry to do it right. Um, appreciate, love all of you out there. And remember, no matter how many times you fall down, get your ass back up. That's cry time. We're out.